Check, check. Nothing's happening. Okay, now I'm recording. <laughs> okay, great. I am too. Yay. Ooh. Hey guys, welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And we're here today to talk about season six, the episode entitled 90 Miles Away. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know yeah. what it's also... <laughs> It should really just be called 90 Miles Away from the West Wing that you know and love because that's, that's yes. how I feel about it. A hundred percent. I don't even know that singing's going to help at this point, to be honest. Do you, no, do you but... feel the need to sing? Uh, always. always. <laughs> should, we, should we sing with some sort of like Latin flair to it? Oh, no. <laughs> that yeah, like the, yes. zo- the Zumba since, remix. Since you have that talent, yes, I think it's a great <laughs> idea. I'm not gonna try and execute it, but just to save us all from that, um, I will have a, I will do have. I don't know if you do or have a caveat, but I will say sorry that we couldn't have an episode last week. I was working for the Tonight oh, yeah. Show, and I don't yeah, normally you just do that. Had a little stuff going on, <laughs> and yeah, I was hanging out with Pitbull and Jason Derulo and Ty Dollar Sign. Um, and so I couldn't couldn't get away to podcast, but we're back. So that was our spring break. What did you do on your spring break, Sally? You didn't um, really have a break, did you? No, I worked a lot. <laughs> that <laughs> That's was the, the opposite issue. of what you're this, supposed to do. Like the yeah. busiest last two weeks were the busiest two weeks of pretty much of my year. So uh, now I'm recovering. <laughs> now we can do important things like talk about TV exactly. shows. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, are you gonna sing, or am yes. I just gonna remix yes. it? Yes. Okay. Oh man, that one was particularly awful. You're welcome, guys. This is what you tune in for every I mean, week. I feel like we've probably you sign up for this voluntarily. You think we've done worse? Yeah, maybe but so. We definitely don't worse than that. <laughs> Speaking of things that couldn't be worse, um, <laughs> would if you, if you had to, would you rather watch Ninety Miles Away or The Long Goodbye? I need your vote on this. The Long Which Goodbye. Would you rather? You would. Yep. Wow, yep. is this your because... is this your least favorite West Wing episode? It might be, because here's my reasoning. The Long Goodbye, I can just, like, pretend that that's a different show. Okay. This episode has all of my West Wing people in it, and just still looks nothing like the West Wing to me. So Who wrote this one? That's a great question. I was just wondering that. Uh, let's I'm look. S- I'm so glad. I-, I can answer that question. I don't know why I was asking you. Um, John Young? Sa- John, yeah, John Sacred? Young. Yeah. What other episodes did he write? That's what I'm trying to find. Right did he write now. other episodes? Because um, yes, this he has oh, yeah. put it on ninety miles away. A change is going to come. Memorial Day and the, the stormy, stormy present. Which no, Pre- no it's the stormy, the stormy present. present. You say know, the stormy present every present. time. <laughs> <laughs> I like couldn't find the the file for it. It's because you named I- it the stormy <laughs> president. I was like, what is that's this? What I always doing? think about it because it's when all those pre- all the former presidents come together, and that's I don't know why that's just stuck in my yeah, head. Yeah, but when's the last time you called somebody stormy? <laughs> Unless you were talking about X Men. Anyway, um, 
I mean, who am I to throw stones? I'm not a producer. I'm not that kind of writer. Right. I just feel like, you know, maybe he's better at producing than yeah. writing episodes. I, I just say, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't remember what happens in this episode, we don't blame you because I just watched it and I couldn't really tell you. Ugh. Um, No, I can tell you what happens. <laughs> Uh, Leo goes to Cuba, and we're wondering why we're watching this episode. <laughs> um, so Leo goes to Cuba, and they're kind of sniffing around to see, first of all, the health rumors about Castro. Is he alive? Is he not alive? What's going on there? But really to see if there's an opportunity to lift the embargo and restore some sort of relationship with Cuba. Um... So that's fun, maybe. Uh, and then everything else has to do with, well, Charlie's doing something with termites. The White House has termites. That's weird. And uh, Mark Firestein's there. So Cliff Callie meets with a senator, all kind of having to do with what's going on with Cuba relations. Yeah. And there's a lot of talk about Kate, but we don't really know what the know what the deal is with Kate and having just finished the episode I still can't really tell you what it was so (laughs) so why was this episode so weird are you you ready for me to start really saying it yeah see yeah uh well I think it's weird that the only other storyline is the termites everything else is centered around the Castro thing I think it's really weird that they use a real life person in place yeah and, they like and broke the fourth wall kind issue. of yeah yeah i i definitely agree because i feel like they when it's something this not controversial but just like i don't know it's it's very strange for them to talk be talking about a real place like that so i think yeah, that's one of the i thought there was really like a weird. rule where they don't talk about leaders after presidents after what was it uh they, they they joke that the Kennedy Center is like Ted Kennedy or something, right? Didn't they say that they yeah. don't talk about presidents after Ken- Kennedy? Right. Because they just pretend so, that whole world doesn't exist. Right. Like, but then this was like world. a clear left turn into yeah. reality. Yeah. So. Very strange. I think that, I really think that's a big part of it because like what we're supposed to believe or not believe, but how weird is it to put Leo and Fidel Castro in the same room? Like, yeah, what? like he's just enshrouded in the shadows. Like, right? So we didn't that, really even I need... Think, no, we didn't need that at all. And I think that immediately took me out of the our, the world of the West Wing. And Like, Sorkin never would have done that. No. no. Never. No. Never. Also, and never would have shown it off, like, never would have shown it happening anyway. If it had happened, it wouldn't have yeah, been, exactly. followed Leo to Cuba. Into it a would have room. been Leo went to Cuba or something, you know? So, right. just a lot of weird stuff right off the get-go that I think set the tone in a weird way. The, to- the And speaking of tone, the whole tone of the episode was odd. The whole tone of the episode yeah. did feel like... It felt like that shot of Fidel Castro, like shrouded in darkness, and like <laughs> like Even there the was this... music. The I feel music like I'm just felt... really ripping into this episode, but this I, <laughs> I don't care because they're trying to like paint this picture of Kate Harper of this like what is this mystery? What is this secret we don't know about Kate? Dun dun dun! Mm-hmm. She's CIA operative, and like 
all these things could have happened. It's all blah, blacked blah, blah, out. Blah. And it's just yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I just didn't love any of it. Here's the thing. It felt Whew. to me like That's like a, a half-hearted one. attempt. Did you watch Lost? You were a Lost person? No? I didn't. I watched the first few episodes and then I stopped. Oh my gosh. Well, that's going to be your new podcast. Um, Perfect. No, because I really loved it and you probably wouldn't. But there, (laughs) it was kind of like, you know, this, it felt like this episode should have started more on Kate because they kept alluding to it, but she wasn't carrying it. Like, I wish we had more flashbacks of Kate throughout the episode to, like, help us get to know her. Because that's, that was like a very lost sort of thing to do like okay this week we're focusing on this character and delving into how their background plays into their present day but it just felt like it really never they didn't lean into her personal story enough so it was mostly just about the the policy and the relationship between the two countries and it just felt like we don't like sadly we i don't i don't we don't care as much i don't know there just wasn't enough human interest to this episode i think until the I end. Agree. Yeah. I I totally agree. I think that's I think that is another thing that makes it not work is that we're I mean, I can't really say it any better than you just said that we're focusing so much on Kate, but we're not. We're we're she's not carrying the episode and it is very odd. And then it's I don't know. So and to me the reveal of like what happened was a super big letdown. Um, well, so let's let's just recap it. So at the yeah. end of the episode we find out that Kate and Leo were in Cuba at the same time back in 1995. And that was back when Leo was labor secretary and he was still drinking heavily. Yeah. And Kate was there on assignment doing something. Doing and something she got embarrassed by the worst wig in the world. The worst wig. And she was apparently embarrassed by her friend in the CIA who she has two clandestine meetings with in this episode. It was all kinds of bizarre. It was just like, why did she leave for the day? CJ calls to have Kate brought into her office, and they're like, no, she's out for the day. Why is she out for the day? That doesn't make any sense. People that, like, have, like, full-on canceled vacations and, like, they don't ever, they're never gone. They're never, ever, ever gone. And she leaves for that. Yeah. To have one drink with her uh, her CIA person? Yeah. Former colleague? feel like how heavy they were trying to make it it didn't feel like it actually ended up being that heavy i mean so i guess the reveal is that kate finds leo stumbling drunk towards his car in cuba in 95 and you're like oh my gosh they've met before but leo didn't remember because he was drunk and then you're like well wait why is kate there is she there to watch him is she I don't know she has a black eye she says well you should see the other guy like was it her ex-husband was it like somebody she was who was she fighting and I don't know that was like I'm not even gonna say that was the most interesting part of the episode they wanted that to be the most interesting part personally I thought the most interesting part of this episode was when Margaret was talking about forging signatures yes 100% (laughs) That is the only gift this episode gave us, in my in my humble opinion. That was my favorite part. Yes. Yeah. My favorite part. I just give me like three more scenes of Margaret, maybe two. Yeah. So be three scenes. Give me two yes. more scenes of Margaret being Margaret and that and all of her Margaretness, 
in her yes. fashion, in her Agreed. purple scarf, maroon jacket with polka dot things, in her Agreed. talking about CJ's like concealing a secret because her her handwriting <laughs> shows like aggression. Like, give yeah. me more of that. Even yeah. the even the termite thing. It, the termite thing felt like they were trying yeah. to be like old school West Wing. It was trying to be like, oh, here's a funny random thing that would have happened on Big Block of Cheese Day. But it just, I don't exactly. know. What did you think about the termite is, thing? It didn't that is quite That's exactly pay off. what I thought. It felt like they were trying to make it like the NASA thing or like the Road for Wolves thing or like this quirky little like, oh, we're going to have to do all these things and blah, blah, blah. That's what it felt like they were going for. And it, it did not, it totally missed the mark for me. Yeah, because I was with CJ on that when Charlie's like, okay, well, here's our two options. We can do all this investigating and find out more about the White House's history or we can kill the bugs. And it's like, really? I think Charlie's smart enough to say, like, no, just kill the bugs. Don't even take that to CJ because it's ridiculous. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I thought it was... I thought that's what they were trying to go for was for it being, it, it felt like, it just felt like it fell a little bit short. Like it could have, it could have been that again. It could have been like Old West Wing if they had done it a little bit differently. Like the idea of having termites in the White House and like having people come in and like assessing that and doing that, that could have been a good storyline or at least a, not a good storyline, <laughs> rewind. <laughs> it could have been one of those quirky <laughs> B storylines that we used to sure. see. It, yeah, I saw what they were going for. If it had been like, you know, Charlie, like how they used to do it, like Charlie could find something out, and when so like for, at first he thinks the termite people are crazy, and then he sort of comes on board. Then CJ thinks Charlie's crazy, and then she sort of comes on board, and then yeah, it slowly yeah. trickles through. You know, like how just how it used to do, how it used to happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was mm. it was just a little not quite there. <laughs> That's the only it was way still better than. It was still better better than the scene with Leo and the senator who has like a fraggle last name. Senator yes. and oh, what is his name? I wrote it down. Framerstein something. Something. Not sure. I think it is. Oh, isn't it? It's it's not it's not Framerstein. Um, what is it? It's oh, I wrote it down, but now I can't find it. Oh, from Hagen. Uh, Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like that scene with between the two of them was just way too long at the end. Yeah. And I was Agreed. like, this I, is just somebody on a soapbox just writing that stuff at is this point. exactly what I was thinking because that is where you had to draw the line. That was what made the West Wing good is that they could, at the beginning, they could talk about things and get a point across without it feeling like this scene. <laughs> like, yeah, this it is felt heavy handed. It was just mm-hmm. trying to get points out and yeah. And it just wasn't even, wasn't even that good. Yeah. Um, other things. Okay. Let's, can we talk about things we did like, can we mine for a few things we did like? I liked do you, Margaret. Do you, okay, aside from Margaret. I, um, here's the thing I liked. I liked seeing the president address the nation towards the end. Um, I felt... Okay. It sort of felt like we, it just... Maybe maybe I didn't like it. It just felt like it had been a while, and it felt like it felt comfortable familiar. and at home It was to nostalgic. Hear, yes, it felt good to hear President Bartlett addressing the nation. And yeah. I just wanted to live in that world for a little while. Fair enough. Yeah. Ain't no shame in that game. 
Um, <laughs> however, I did feel like when he was explaining it to the nation, it sounded like a little after school special that happened to be from a country called Cuba. Did you really have to say country called? Couldn't you have just said they happened to be from Cuba? Yeah. Are we that dumb? It felt like an after school special. I was like, that's thanks, true. but no, I, no thanks. That's, that's fair. Um, also, did they really think they were going to get away with Leo taking a covert trip to Cuba? Like, really? In what, why would they in send Leo? Like, could they send Charlie? That would have been interesting. That would like, have been, somebody have drawn attention. I mean, right? That's naive. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty naive. Right. That's not, it's not our first go around. Um, no. but I do like... I do miss John Spencer scenes. So I if I have agree. to say something good about this episode, I just, I just, we haven't had a good John Spencer scene in several episodes because yeah. we've been in campaign world. And then even when we're back in the White House, we just haven't had a ton. Right. So that has it. That's what this episode has going for it. Um, I did feel like. I kind of liked the moment, the tie-in with the campaign where Toby called Josh and Donna. Mm-hmm. And it's the first reference to Josh and Donna that we've had in a long time, except they're on different campaigns. So it's not the same yeah. reference as normal Josh right. and Donna. Um, and I liked when Toby called and told Josh, we're not talking. <laughs> He's like, well, yeah. what's making my phone ring? Um, <laughs> that was that was cute. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I liked the scene because we've seen a couple times when we've been on the campaign trail, they've been, you know, like there was the time they were waiting to see what the White House would say about something. So it was interesting to see that flip-flopped and see the White House talking about how anything related to Fidel Castro was going to affect the campaigns and how, mm-hmm. you know, the Republicans were going to do this and all that kind of stuff. So that was, I thought that was interesting that they used that same mechanism to, to tie the two worlds together, um, just mm-hmm. at least to, to mention it. So, I like that. True. Uh, also, and we don't always have this, but SAT word for sure, because it really stood out to me. Uh, pulchritude. Do you know pulchritude? Do you use that word no. in a sentence? Okay. No. Me neither. So, if you have an SAT coming up, it just means beauty, physical beauty. That's weird. Like, if, I mean, yeah, just, just, if you feel like using that in your, Day-to-day speech, I'm sure that won't sound snobbish and elitist. Um, <laughs> Not at all. When I, I liked seeing Toby do the press briefing, um, but I will yeah. say it did remind me of Sean Spicer a little bit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Except I would rather have Toby Ziegler, obviously. Yeah, yeah no. Nope. But just, just his, like, impatience in the briefings, his sarcasm, his, like, mm-hmm. just his whole demeanor totally reminded me of Sean Spicer, except one is supposed to be fictional and, like, clearly not good at what he's doing. So. Right. But I like that we had any Toby at all, because I feel like we these episodes have been Toby deficient, so I'm glad to see that he was there at least, you know? Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I thought it was interesting, and it's always fun to watch. <laughs> this is so weird, but I like watching it they showed him just like on tv like through the tv and i always like watching that because it takes you not out of the world but it's just like i don't know it's just a different viewpoint that i like so more toby mm. yes more i toby, thought it was please. interesting i wish this is why i wish like the kate harper story had turned out better because 
I liked the part of like CJ requesting her top secret file. Sure. Who doesn't um, love a top secret I, file? Yeah. Right. And then CJ gets it and it's all redacted. And so your hopes are high and you think this is going to be really juicy. And it, then it just wasn't. But I liked that part. Um, I thought it was, I mean, it's crazy to think that the chief of staff has to submit so much just to get a file. And then even when she gets it, it's so heavily redacted. And yeah. also, a little bit of trivia, um, it says, or well, according to IMDb, the little bit of trivia is that Kate Harper's top secret personnel file actually consists of partially redacted pages from J. Edgar Hoover's secret files. Why would they do that? So, I don't know. They could have just redacted <laughs> some things. I, I, I just like go. how many times you're, you're using the term redacted, but how many times can one? Redacted. Not many. Not many. I mean, how often do I get to use it in real life? Never. Exactly. Go for it. I don't get to I, redact anything. I, h- hardly redacting. That should be the next just some, podcast some we do. Good old censorship. Also to note, the Mark uh, Fire scene, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he's in the opening credits now. I forgot how many episodes he was in in season six, clearly, because I, yeah, we I talked about how. thought it was his last episode and then he had like several yeah. more. But I, I honestly don't think I'd watch this episode till today. I think I started it, and then about the first episode, it, or first scene in, I was like, what's going on? I don't like this. So I think today as was my first I, uh, watch through. Well, as soon as I started watching, yeah, I don't think I've rewatched it. And as soon as I started watching, I just remembered how bad that flashback was. Right. And was just dreading it terribly. So. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This this might be our least favorite episode and now I kind of want to go back and watch the long goodbye. Oh, this was another thing I did like (laughs) finding things. I did like that when Bartlett said that, or when they decided to give the campaigns a heads up about what was going to happen before he addressed the nation. I liked that Bartlett wanted to tell Vinick, then Santos and then bingo Bob in that order. Yes. Interesting choice to pick Vinick first, was, don't you think? Yes, I thought it was interesting. What a um, gentleman. And it's just bringing Vinick into the storyline more. And also we hate Bingo Bob, so. Yeah, and they made a, a, a point to show that Bob was still the front runner on the TV. Mm-hmm. It was just like an inset graphic. So, but I like that. that that's really the only nod that we get from Bartlett, that he prefers Santos before Bob. I mean, I, I don't think we've got any other indication yet because he's had to remain impartial. We've had his daughter who's given a check to Santos, but we haven't really seen yep. anything from Bartlett. So it's a very tiny moment, but a moment nonetheless, I would say. Is there oh. anything else we liked? <laughs> <laughs> Not really, honestly. No. Um, so MVP to Margaret for me. Um, yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and say that not that you know not that leo wasn't a winner or kate for that matter because we like both of them but man they didn't win this episode for me no through through no acting fault of their own really i just think the writing didn't didn't bring it together i mean we could talk about the real life comparisons if if we wanted to except for that i don't think either of us are quite qualified to speak on (laughs) american cuba relations i mean definitely not we could talk. We could like tell you what we learned from Wikipedia about like Castro and when he died and when the travel ban was lifted to Cuba by Obama. 
but that's not fun to listen to, so you guys can go find another podcast about that. <laughs> there you go. That's our that's our recap. Yeah, of that's, that's all 90, I've got. 90 miles away from a normal West Wing episode. Um, yeah, we would love to hear if you did. You guys like this episode of the West Wing? Did you? Hated as much as we did. Tell us your thoughts and feelings at the West Wing Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's a lot faster at Winging It Pod. And I don't know. Next episode is uh, In God We Trust, In God we trust. Yeah. which is episode 20. I don't remember what happens, but if we're on episode 20, we've got two more episodes after that and then we're on season yeah. seven. What? Yes. Good gracious. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Things well, are happening. It's all happening, guys. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. So stay tuned. Bye, guys. <laughs>